Hey everyone and welcome back. I am your host, Francesca Amante, the founder of Amante Podcast, Amante Real Estate, and Amante Apparel. So excited to have you back on here with another special guest. Stay tuned. Hi everyone, happy new year. Uh, it is January 1st, 2023. It feels so bizarre to say out loud oh my gosh so here we are in 2023 um for those of you that don't know me all too well my birthday was just yesterday on December 31st um and it was uh it was a big birthday uh for some of you that don't know me um and what age I am in particular um some people guess I'm in my mid to late 30s I've also gotten some guesses on social media when we put a poll out of how old people think I am um, yeah, so mid to, early thir- mid to late 30s are a lot of the guesses, and then some of the guesses have actually come in in early 40s, which makes me really, which makes me smile. It's a compliment, honestly. It just, I really appreciate it. Um, but what's really funny is that I am actually still in my 20s, and I just turned, I was 28 just yesterday, and um, yeah, 11 o'clock at night hit, and I turned 29. So um, yeah, I feel really grateful. Um, obviously to still be here uh those of you in the audience that uh know our family um we know very dearly to our hearts that uh through loss of loved ones that are very dear to us being alive um past any age of one is a blessing i i truly think or really any age even for those that only got to be alive for a couple days or a couple hours or a couple minutes i think it's all a gift that we get to be here on earth so um yeah, I feel, I know that every year that I turn at older age, I, I just have so much gratitude. And I know that a lot of people don't get that opportunity. So I, it doesn't get lost on me. Um, but yeah, so what's interesting is that when I woke up today, I had this little bit of like, my heart was fluttering. I'm like, oh, and I was like, what is this feeling? Um, yeah, you are absolutely correct if you guessed it, that it's like as you turn an older age, even if it may sound silly in 29, still seems really like you're like, Francesca, you got lots of time. But when you're in that moment, it's like, oh my gosh, okay, what do I need to get done in my 20s? Like, you know, what goals do I need to achieve and all these things. And anyways, when I finally identified today what it was that was giving me that flutter in my chest, I was able to find peace and kind of relax and go, okay, it's all good. So one of the things is the fact that I think, especially for myself, I have older parents and there's almost like this rat race in my mind at times where I'm like, I have to get as much as I can because I don't know how long they're going to be able to watch and see all the things that, you know, I'm going to do in my life and I want them to be here. But when all push comes to shove and I could share a lot of different things that go through my mind of and why I'm motivated to do the things that I do today, but all of it really doesn't matter. And what it comes down to is this one simple thing and it simply comes down to the fact that in life and you guys all know this but it's a great reminder in life all of us all of us um will always be somewhere in this realm of wanting more doing more um in some capacity or another i know there's some people out there that have you know reached complete enlightenment that maybe don't feel that way and that's you good for you but for a lot of us, it's it's hard to not, um, even if we're able to talk ourselves out of it, want more or want to do more. And there's always a bigger goal that we're wanting to achieve. And for, you know, 
those big achievers out there like myself, I grew up in competitive figure skating and dance. Once you achieve a goal, it's like, well, what is next? Um, but today I really was sitting in the quiet of, okay, wait a second. What do I want to do today that makes me not look into the future nor into the years prior, but just simply being appreciative of this moment right here. And what I was actually able to do is I took out my gratitude journal. I took out a book that was actually given to me um, by one of my dear friends and mentors. And um, and I thought to myself, I'm going to take 10 minutes to just sit, decompress and write out what I'm grateful for. And that instantly grounded me into a state of I am so grateful to be here. Pardon me, to be here, to be alive and just to be in this moment. And quite frankly, All of us get so stuck at times to go, what is there to do next? And one thing that I really wanted to share, because I thought it was great. um, There's a book called, uh, by Oprah Winfrey, and it's called The Path Made Clear. And um, she put it out years ago, but it was given to me as a gift. And if you listen to the audio book, it actually has every speaker that she has highlighted in the book. There's the audio of them actually speaking what is... um, on each page. Anyhow, there's a page in there where she's talking to one of Oprah's, Oprah's talking to one of her dear friends who her son, when he was quite young, um, passed away. I think he was like five years old and he passed away. And Oprah was describing the last moment that she had, that this mother had with her son on his deathbed. And actually what the little boy said to his mom just before he passed away was, mom, it's all so, all so simple, mom. It's all so simple. And it's hard not to get choked up when I read that line of the book. But it's this. In this life, I think we complicate things so much. And I don't know why we do it. Perhaps as humans, we're complex beings. And it doesn't make sense to just have life be simple. We are complex beings. And I think that as we wake up every day, there's, we just assume it has to be some kind of big magical trick as to how to find happiness, how to find fulfillment. Um, but what I thought was so pure and beautiful about that moment recorded in her book was the fact that that little boy at the age of five probably was able to, in my opinion, find peace that maybe someone who would have, you know, maybe done 90 years of personal development work to find out that literally one simple thing, that it's all so simple. This life is so simple if we allow it to be. And this little boy figured that out at the age of like four or five. And I think that is just so, it's incredible to step back and witness. So anyways, today when I woke up and realized, oh my gosh, I'm 29. What is this feeling? And what are the things I want to do this year? And what, how can I impact people and how can I make a difference? How can I show up the best I can in my business? How can I show up the best I can in my personal life? And how I was able to just take a step back and go, actually, it really, none of that really matters if I'm just able to remember that it's just all so simple. And if we just sit in these moments and just, Be grateful for what we have. Be grateful for the breath we're taking. Be grateful for the food in front of us or perhaps the roof over our head that a lot of people don't have the privilege to to receive. Um, Just right there is enough to be grateful for. And it helps me, and it's a reminder to me, that 
even if all we do is simply be and simply are alive today, that we are winning. It doesn't always have to be this main major goal that we're achieving to be quote unquote successful. Maybe it's just the fact that we simply woke up that day, we simply showed up that day, whether it's for ourselves, whether it's for a partner, whether it's for our children, whether it's for your employer or a team that you work with, whatever it is. Perhaps just simply being alive and showing up was the gift that you were able to give. So I'm looking, if you guys can imagine this, I'm actually standing, I would say in the center of my home, which is, it's kind of an open floor plan. So you've got the living room, got the kitchen, and you've got the dining room. I'm standing in the middle of it and I'm looking around and it's so easy to get distracted or preoccupied. I'm like, oh, I could go clean this. I could go organize that. I just took the ornaments off of my Christmas tree. I could go, oh, I should take down the tree now because it's January 1st. But then in this moment, as I look around at all the things, all the lights and all the stuff that can be, I guess, deemed as distractions or the pretty shiny things of life, all this stuff, all this part in the French, shit doesn't matter. And I think what's cool about the fact that it doesn't matter is the simple fact that we all know this to be true, but we forget sometimes that us being alive is really all that matters. You know, in 2022... I lost my Nona. I lost people very dear to me, young and old. Um, And through that, you know, myself and many others were reminded that it doesn't matter what couch you bought or what what brand of clothing you're wearing or or this or that. None of none of that stuff matters. Or or if someone has, you know, lots of presents under a tree, you know, that time of year, for those of you that do celebrate a holiday or, or whatever, um, or if you don't, um, but that for many, that that's what people look at sometimes and go, well, okay, well, if we have this many presents around the tree, that means that we're doing well, that means that we're happy, but really is it, you know, um, I, I grew up in a family that we didn't celebrate Christmas for many years after a loss, and you know what, I didn't miss much, I'm grateful to be able to celebrate the holiday now. Listeners in the audience may or may not celebrate. I don't think it really matters as long as you are happy doing it. But what I do know is that I grew up in a home where we didn't receive so much than we did give. We gave a lot. We gave food to people, whether it was my dad's homemade smoked salmon or whether it was when I was little, I wasn't necessarily having kids bring me gifts at a birthday party because we didn't have them. But instead, if we did have a gathering, I was taught to give the kids a gift and I was to receive nothing. And what that taught me at a very young age is that it's not about what you receive. It is truly about what you give. So I think what's really beautiful and a blessing for all of us, I don't even know if you want to say blessing. Maybe it's taking it a little bit too far. And yeah, but what's really, really cool, I'll say that. I think what's neat to observe here is the fact that a lot of the things, whether it's a crap ton of presents under a tree or some shiny object that someone holds dear, whatever it is, a lot of these things, when all push comes to shove, can be, you know, burnt in a fire. You know, we can lose things very quickly, whether it's a home, whether it's like, I mean, thing, whether it's a flood or due to a fire or whatever, you know, there there's moments in our lives where we come in between Almost like this gray barrier of us realizing that um, 
what we think will always be there actually is just a figment of our imagination. We don't have any guarantee, let alone if we'll wake up tomorrow morning, um, but we don't actually have a guarantee of, of what surrounds us will be there. Um, so in saying all of this, I was able to take my, and I don't know if this is relatable, but I was able to wake up on the first day of January with this crippling anxiety of, oh my gosh, what are all the things I need to get done this year and all this crap to boiling it really right down to the fact that actually I don't have to do anything in this moment except for be present, take stock in what I have, take stock in the breaths that I'm taking and take a moment to recognize the fact that as we move through each day, each week, each month of this year, everything will flow as it's meant to, as it meant, as it is meant to. <laughs> I don't edit these parts out because this is life. We stutter, we find our words. Um, you know, so I think that and I mean, I want to ask you in the audience this question. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe we do need to be all uptight and go, what do we need to do next? And what's the next plan of action. You know, I, I, for those of you in the audience that can relate to that, I think that's awesome. And don't get me wrong. I have moments like that where I get into deep planning mode. I I literally have my month and year calendar out to start looking at an overview of everything. But at the same time, it's like, are we able to met that with, to met that? See, this is what happens. (laughs) When you do a couple work calls and you run out of words and you're like, ah, oh, anyhow. But when you meet that with an opportunity to say, okay, I can do a planning session. I can write out my goals. I can do all of these things and have a game plan of things that I either want to achieve, I want to do, I want to strive for. But are we able to take that big picture and go more onto a micro level and ask ourselves, okay, is it really necessary to be stressed about all of those big picture things? Because we know they'll work out. If they're meant for us, I believe, and this may be a little bit counter to a counter opinion to how other people may view this, but for me, myself, and in my life, I truly believe if I am meant to do something, if I am working hard and I'm applying myself and you know, being aware of opportunities that come and meet me and making sure that I'm prepared for them, that op- uh, that. Um, you know, preparedness meeting opportunity is kind of where the quote unquote luck comes in, right? So, but that all to be said, is there some kind of form of balance that we can have in the, here's all my goals, big picture, small picture? Are we able to take a moment to say, you know what? I may have these goals. These are things that I want to do, but I don't have to be living in them every single day. I can take a step back. I can Go from that, you know, bird's eye view to the ground level and say, what does that really look like for me today? That big goal you're wanting to achieve may look like simply showing up for yourself, whether it's in your skincare, your health routine, your daily exercise, maybe making your 10 lead calls a day. It might be so simple. And this is back to the simplicity of things that A lot of big goals don't happen from really, really big steps. They actually just happen from a lot of really small items and small habits consistently built up over time. And I found this for many goals in my life. Um, And I look at the year that I just had. So many incredible things happened this past year. And a lot of that was due to a lot of small habits consistently made every single day. And there are days where those habits won't, won't happen. It might be that getting up out of bed 
on that day and simply showing up for yourself for your job or for your team is really all that you do that day. And that's enough because things will always fall into place over time if you consistently allow for that. So for example, when I lost my grandma, I was on the 75 hard uh, challenge. It's where you do two workouts a day for 45 minutes, one outdoor, one indoor. Um, On top of that, you um, read 10 pages of a self-development book, you follow a diet, you don't drink any alcohol, um, all of these amazing things. Um, And there were days, especially when I flew back from my Nona's funeral, I literally could not bring myself to do any of those goals. Although the challenge that I was on was 75 hard is the fact that if you miss one day, you start from the beginning. That wasn't an option for me. So even though those workouts took everything in me to do, I really remember distinctly, uh, there was one day on the second workout, I went for a walk, like a brisk walk for the 45 minutes, which was my outdoor activity. And I just had tears rolling down my face the whole time. I was beside myself about some of the things from the funeral. And I wasn't in a position to be, I just, just, it was really hard and it was emotional, but I pushed through it. And was that a perfect 75 hard day? No, a perfect day would look like for me. I'm like, oh, I got a killer workout in at the gym. And oh, instead of a walk, I pushed myself and I went for a 45 minute run. Well, that's not what that day looked like. And spoiler alert for about 10 days after that, my workouts every single day looked like showing up for myself for that 75 hard challenge and it meant one indoor workout and a 45 minute walk that was all I was able to do of course that was still in alignment with the challenge but I wasn't doing anything fancy I was literally at some points barely barely able to like I was walking but I was just met with tears trying to just walk for 45 minutes um I was grieving so I think I mean I don't know if it's the best example But I'm trying to make a point that no amount of time or anything that we're doing is ever going to be perfect or look perfect. But if we can remember the fact that in this life, everything is just so simple, those little things that we do over time and those consistent habits can mean that we can have an incredible successful year with so much ahead of us. And second, (laughs) you thought I was almost done with you guys. Oh, it's funny. Um, I was saying that message and then I was like, wait a second, I have one more thing to say. So first off, I want to say thank you all for listening to that message, um, truly from my heart. Um, But I also wanted to make this uh, little note here. My next episode is going to be talking about um, some of the challenges and opportunities and successes and learnings from 2022 because I really want to share all of that with you guys because I think there's something really special to be learned about the fact that life is not a highlight reel and I think that it's really easy for social media to really boast that and go oh yeah like it it's nice that all that amazing stuff happens and of course I'm grateful for it but I'm equally if not more grateful for the times in my life where death has taught me a lot or you know, losing my grandma taught me this, this, and this, or that there are certain moments in business that you simply think to yourself, I am so grateful that I was met with that challenge because I would not be who I am, where I am today with the success I have if it wasn't for that moment, pushing my, pushing my internal being to become the best person I can be. So I'm really excited to share that with all of you guys. So my next episode will be capping what the 2022 year looked like 
the and I, I'm going to mostly focus on the things that I learned because for any of you that follow my journey in that it probably are why you're listening to the podcast is because you already see what I'm doing on social media. So a lot of you do know the awesome highlights from it. But beyond that, I really want to tap into what I really learned. Um, some of the good lessons, hard lessons, all of that. Um, there's there's so much exciting um, breakthroughs from all the different things that I have learned from this past year. Um, and I want to take this moment to acknowledge and thank my incredible coaches, my business coach, my life coach, uh, my mentors, the people that I look up to in my life, my partner, uh, David, um, and just all of the all of the beings in my life that allow me to um, show up authentically and um, as best as I can serve um, other people in real estate or show up the best I can for my friends and family. There's so much that I learned from the 2022 year. So from myself to all of you guys, um, I really appreciate you being along this journey with me. And I really challenge you today to take that deep breath in, take that deep breath out and ask yourself, how can I make this day simple? Is there something really, really beautiful that you can appreciate about your home, about your breath, about your eyesight, about the fact that you have mobility? And if you don't actually have one of those things, Take a moment to appreciate something else. I, I have a cousin actually that um, doesn't have the ability to walk, unfortunately. Um, so I know for him, um, when he was alive with us um, and on earth, um, he was always very grateful for you know his eyesight and the ability to laugh and be with his family. I think that um, there's always something to be grateful for. So um, I'll leave that with you today and uh, wishing you a very, very incredible first day of 2023. And for any day that you end up listening to this in the new year of 2023, that, um, yeah, you enjoy each of the new days because this is going to be an incredible year. Thank you, guys. Thank you all for joining us yet again for another episode of the Amante Podcast. I'm your host, Francesca Amante, and you can follow us just about anywhere on Instagram, Facebook, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, and pretty much any listening platform. We are so excited to join you here for our next episode next week and looking forward to seeing you again soon. Make the world a better place. Cheers.